EO Fire Bonus Income Report, September 2015. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you subscribed to our Fire Nation newsletter? Why the heck not? Text EO Fire to 33444. That's EO Fire, all one word, no spaces, to 33444, and you'll receive value bombs galore. Ignite. What is Shaken Fire Nation? JLD here for a pretty cool episode, September 2015's EO Fire Income Report. We have a lot on the docket to talk about today. We're talking about Bermuda. Yes, Bermuda. We're going to be talking about the Freedom Journal updates, a killer conference that went down in September, three years of EO fire, and so much more. But first, let's get to the meats and the potatoes. The gross income for September 2015, $271,612. That's gross. Our net profit was $195,090. So we did drop over $31,000 from August income, which we're going to talk about a little bit in this episode. But as always, we're going to start with my man, JB, the CPA who is literally, no, just figuratively on fire. Mr. CPA on fire.com himself. Josh, you got something pretty cool for us today. So take it away. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am glad that I've moved from literally to figuratively on fire. It feels much better. <laughs> no, this month, uh, we got something, something a little different here. Um, I'm guessing most of your audience has attended some type of conference or event in their entrepreneurial journey, right? Oh, heck Whether it's a conference like podcast movement or a full-on event like the Entrepreneur on Fire cruise, right? They, they've probably attended something like that. And we've talked about all the tax benefits with that in the past. But something we haven't talked about and something your audience may be already doing or may be considering doing is hosting their own event. And there's a whole slew of tax advantages for doing that, All right? So that's what we're going to discuss today. What, what's, what's the tax advantages? What's the, what do you have to look out for? What do you have to pay special attention to? And for the most part, it's going to operate the same way as any other tax deduction does. All right, so let's say you're hosting this event. You're going to invite 100 members of your audience to attend this one-day event you're hosting in a hotel conference room, Okay. All the typical things are going to apply. Anything you spend money on directly in relation to that event is going to be a tax deduction. So the the cost of renting the room, any supplies or materials you buy, uh, any travel involved with you getting to this location yourself, that's all going to be tax deductible. Okay, Some things that you want to be careful of, if you buy special clothes for the event there's a good chance it won't be tax deductible, okay, unfortunately. So if you buy a suit and you don't normally wear a suit, but you, ha- you want to wear a suit for this event, <laughs> John, I can't picture you wearing a suit at your <laughs> event, but, you know, some people might, all right? It, it's probably not tax deductible. Things like wardrobe, it basically has to be an actual uniform that is has company branding on it to be deductible, okay? But almost anything else in connection with this event is going to be a, a tax deduction, okay? And this, I mean, for several of my clients, this adds up to a huge portion of their expenses every year. 
One thing you do want to pay special close attention to, though, is the area of meals and entertainment. Right. So we've talked about this several times in the past, but typically when you spend money on meals in relation to your business, it's only 50% deductible. Okay. So if me and you go out to lunch and I know I'll be the one paying because I know how frugal you are, <laughs> they're only going to let me deduct 50% of that cost normally. Okay. What? But when you host one of these events and you pay for everyone involved's meal, so let's say you, you cater lunch to the event, it's 100% deductible. Right? And this is a huge difference because, I mean, if you're talking a 100, 200 person event, this could be $5,000. And instead of only deducting $2,500 of it, you're deducting the full $5,000, full $10,000, whatever it ends up being. Okay, so this is a huge area. And where, why you got to pay attention is if you just file it under meals and entertainment and then give your profit and loss statement to your CPA, he's going to assume that's all the normal 50% deductible. Okay, so I want you to create a special category within your books titled, we either call it event meals or 100% deductible meals, whatever you want to call it, that's going to make it stand out from your typical meals and entertainment. And you got to make sure that everything that's involved with that gets filed under that category. Does that make sense? Tons. All right. That's, I mean, that's basically it with these things. It's, it's, it's pretty straightforward. If you're spending money on it, let's find a way to deduct it and just pay close attention when it comes to that meals and entertainment. Fire Nation, every dollar that you save is a dollar that you're going to be able to put towards your business. So these things add up huge over time. And of course, as always, Josh is on standby. Josh at CPAonfire.com. Shoot him a direct email or just go to his website to check out what he has going on, CPAonfire.com. He has the official video for a lot of YouTube tax-focused videos you can check out as well. And Josh, I've heard something about a free video training course, the four finance lessons entrepreneurs can't afford to miss. What's that all about? Yeah, so this is huge. This is the, the, the number one thing we talk about almost every month is your business entity and how important that is. So just for Fire Nation, we created this free course that's a part of our paid course. And you're going to get videos showing you what type of business entity you, you should be, how you can figure it out, and what the savings are going to look like. All right, so you just got to go to cpmfire.com slash Fire Nation, and you can sign up for that. Oh, love it all around. Josh, any closing words on September 2015 income report for you? Yeah, you know, we're, uh, we're nine days away from the last official tax deadline of 2014. All right. So if you were one of those people that procrastinated, you extended your tax return, your deadline is October 15th. Uh, we, we, we typically don't allow people to come to us this late in the year. But you know, John, I love Fire Nation. If you haven't, if you haven't filed it yet, come see us. We'll get it done. All right, let's make it happen, Fire Nation. Josh, as always, thank you, brother. You're rocking it in so many different ways. And, you know, we're just so honored to have you on the team. And Fire Nation, we're honored to have you listening to our voices right now. And we have some cool things that are coming up. I've given you a little prelude in the intro. But what we're going to move into next is International Podcast Day. This actually took place on the last day of September. And for those of you that participated and sent any tweet out with the hashtag podcast day, you contributed to it being the number one trending topic in all of Twitter all day long. That's right. Hashtag podcast day was the number one trending topic in Twitter all day long. It was pretty cool. And I will say Fire Nation as platinum sponsors, that's right, EO Fire was the 
platinum sponsor of the entire day slash event, Kate and I got a pretty awesome two-hour time slot right smack dab in the middle of the day. Fire Nation showed up in droves, and I'm going to hand it over to Kate because I'd love to get her take on it. What's up, Fire Nation? Uh, So excited to share what Steve Lee and his son Dave has put together for International Podcast Day. John, like you said, we were uh, lucky to be platinum sponsors. Dave reached out to me pretty early on and asked if we would be interested in something like that. And of course, we said, of course. (laughs) And so being a platinum sponsor, like you said, got us two hours in the middle of the day on a live stream. So what Steve and Dave put together is a 30 hour streaming blab. So if you haven't heard of blab, it's B-L-A-B dot I-M, I believe. And it's a platform kind of like Periscope meets Google+. And so they had this live streaming blab for 30 hours that started like in Australia or something on September 30th, which again is International Podcast Day. And it circled around the world to help celebrate this day, which I thought was such a cool idea. (laughs) They had such a killer lineup of podcasters from around the world coming on, coming on Blab, talking about tips and tactics, sharing strategies that they're using. Um, John, you and I jumped on and we kind of were like bringing people in and out of the Blab with us. You can have four people on at a time. So we were kind of like having people from Podcasters Paradise jump in and chat with us. Anybody who was on the live stream, I think we got up to maybe like 120 live viewers at one point. Wow. Um, And we were getting props like it's nobody's business. I think we had, (laughs) did we hit, uh, we both hit 50,000 props on Blab, didn't we? Yeah. And real quick, props is kind of like people clapping virtually for you. You have to actually click a button to give one prop. It's a little like hands at the the bottom right of each little square screen video. And every time you click it, you get a prop. It's very much like tapping the screen on Periscope and getting a heart. And, you know, we had been on the ones prior in that day and people were getting a couple hundred props here and there. Kate and I combined for over a hundred thousand props, which even the people that ran it said, this like is a hundred exponential fold of what anybody else has been getting. And so it was really cool to see Fire Nation come out and support us to that high level and just have a blast doing it. Yeah, I'm super impressed with Blab. I think it's a really cool platform. So if you are maybe looking for something to engage more with your audience, uh, be able to live stream with other people. Um, like earlier last month, I believe I did a podcast interview with Leslie Samuels for his podcast. And we did it on Blab so that people could come join us live. We did a live Q&A session at the end. So that was kind of a cool way to be like super interactive and engaged with an audience while you're doing an interview. And then he repurposed that audio recording because he was recording it, recording the audio separately um, outside of Blab. So he then also posted it on his podcast. So if you're a podcaster or you do video or you're again, you're looking for a way to connect with your audience, I think Blab is a really cool platform to check out. They have a chat box. Um, They have a really easy social integration with Twitter so people can share your blab. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to give a huge shout out to Steve and Dave, the entire International Podcast Day team for bringing podcasters together like that on September 30th. I mean, it just 
It was a really cool feeling to have that many people involved in one thing. And John, like you mentioned, we were trending on Twitter, I think for probably almost 24 hours, which (laughs) is just like unreal to think that hashtag podcast day was ruling the social media channels. Yeah, it truly was. And this is actually pretty timely, I will say. One of uh, our main contacts over at Blab.im, Hannah, who's just been amazing, and she was actually part of the original Pod Clear team that got acquired by Blab.im. They are throwing an actual PodCon, and that is coming up this week. So if you're hearing my voice right now and you've pressed play sometime the week of October 5th, so Monday, October 5th going forward, um, then you're going to be able to go ahead and check out this completely free, awesome conference called PodCon 2015. It's October 8th on blab.im. So Thursday, October 8th, you can check it out. I'm actually the featured speaker at 3 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to be on Blab for an hour. So 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Mark it on your calendars. I'd love to have you guys come on. You just go to blab.im slash podcon. You can RSVP there and you'll get the actual link to come join me live. And hey, I can even bring you into this chat. So if you're listening to my voice and you want to actually come hang out in a in one of the four squares that Blab provides, come hang out with me. You know, at the very least, you can be in the chat room. You can be giving props to me to whoever else is there. So that's blab.im/podcon. My actual featured speech is 3 p.m. Eastern. Would love to see you there. John, did you used to play Foursquare in elementary school? <laughs> Never. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Never heard of it. Oh my gosh, when you said Foursquare, I just couldn't even handle it because that was like the biggest game in the world when I was in elementary school. That's all we did for recess is play Foursquare. Okay, it might be a SoCal thing. It might just be not a main thing. So let us know, Fire Nation, if you've played Foursquare. I can't even visualize what that might be, but uh, moving on. The Freedom Journal, Fire Nation, this is becoming so real. Thousands and thousands and thousands of you have signed up on the Freedom Journal interest list. If you're hearing my voice right now and you haven't yet done so, take a second. I have an exclusive gift for you. I've been sending unbelievable updates. I'm talking video from inside the manufacturing plant in China of the Freedom Journal actually being printed, actually being made, the pages being bound, the actual book cover being stamped. It is amazing. Fire Nation, you want to be a part of this incredible journey. Just text the word journal to 33444. That's journal to 33444. You'll jump on that interest list. You'll get the exclusive gift. You'll be getting these cool updates that Kate and I are sending out, videos, pictures, so much fun. And cool announcement, we have officially locked down partnering with Pencils of Promise. So as we hit our funding goals for the Freedom Journal coming up this January 4th, when our our crowdfunding campaign kicks off, as we hit our different funding goals, Kate and I are going to be giving $25,000 increments to Pencils of Promise to build schools in third world countries. So this is just an amazing event overall. We're going to be doing such great things with Pencils of Promise. We are going to be doing such great things with everybody that gets this Freedom Journal in their hands because as I know, as Kate knows, and as you know from listening to EO Fire, successful entrepreneurs set and accomplish goals. And the Freedom Journal will teach you how to set a smart goal 
specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, timely, and guide you in the accomplishment of that goal in 100 days a beautiful black leather gold embossed journal. This is something you want to get your hands on. Believe me, thefreedomjournal.com is an alternate way that you can get on this interest list. Thefreedomjournal.com. would love to see you there and supporting that. Kate, anything to mention on this? I just want to mention how cool it was that we got to actually FaceTime with China <laughs> And watch this journal being printed, bound, um, everything. I mean, we literally w- were inside of that factory on FaceTime, like seeing this happen. That was just, that's what I think has been so cool about this entire experience. Of course, uh, in and ab- above, um, you know, helping people set and accomplish goals, which is so incredibly important. Bringing yourself freedom, which we're all about. Um, being able to, participate and be a part of Pencils of Promise, which I absolutely love. But all the lessons that we're learning about creating a physical product, everything that we've experienced for the first time, like setting up a crowdfunding campaign, trying to figure out how to do fulfillment by Amazon, um, you know, working with China to print a physical thing. It's just been a really, really cool experience. We have so many lessons learned from that. And um, I'm excited to do like a huge wrap up post where we talk about all these, you know, first time things for us and kind of share that journey with Fire Nation so they can get an idea of like, we talk so much about digital and, you know, bringing something physical to the world is going to be really, really neat. I couldn't be more excited. And again, just as a call to action, if you're hearing my voice and you haven't done so yet, just text the word journal to 33444. Alternatively, thefreedomjournal.com will be the place you can sign up for these updates as well. We're doing some cool things. And speaking of cool things, the Podcasters Paradise podcast has launched Man, this is pretty cool. You know, as we just continue to expand the value that we're giving, this podcast just is really just epitomizes what Podcasters Paradise is. It's real stories from real podcasters. We take successful and, you know, just starting off members of Podcasters Paradise and we have them share their real stories of what they're going through, struggles, successes, failures, wins, all of the above and below. And the host of the show is The Real Brian, who has been a podcast host of ProfitCast for well over a year now and, and in radio and broadcasting for even much longer than that. You'll hear his enthusiasm. You'll just hear his passion for what he does. It is just, number one, a great podcast. Every Monday, there's an interview. Every Thursday, we have people call in questions about podcasting for a Q&A Thursday. So it's a twice a week show. Interviews on Mondays, Q&A on Thursdays. Either Brian, I've actually called in an answer, um, which has been a lot of fun. So either Brian, myself, we answer these questions to, that you have on Thursdays. And it's just for you. It's for the podcaster. So if you're in Podcaster's Paradise, you obviously have the opportunity to be a featured guest on the show. But this is for any podcaster that is on a journey. We even have killer show notes from Philip Swindle, who is a fellow Paradise member who has a business called The Show Notes Guy, which you can find at theshownotesguy.com. So check that out. The show notes are killer 
for all of these reasons and more. The podcast is killer because of the real Brian and the great questions that we have from you and the great guests we have from Podcast Paradise members and more. It's been a lot of fun. We are kicking this off. There is no end in sight to the awesomeness of the Podcasters Paradise podcast. Kate, what say you? Well, I'm going to echo you in saying I'm really, really excited to be bringing this to the community and even more excited to be bringing this to anybody who's interested in starting their own podcast. I mean, how cool is it that you get to hear these stories from people who are just getting ready to launch their podcast or who have just launched their podcast or even people who launched their podcast two, three years ago and are now starting to monetize their podcast. I'm really, really stoked about that. I think it's going to be really helpful, not only for our community members who we get to feature and get them maybe, hopefully, a little added exposure, (laughs) um, but also for people who are interested in podcasting. I mean, like you said, real podcasters, real stories. And for me personally, this was like a little project management behind the scenes um, that I'll share with you is starting this podcast was kind of a little bit crazy just in terms of how many different moving pieces we had. I mean, John, we got the real Brian on board. He's going to be our host. We reached out to Philip Swindle to see if he would be our show notes guy. We have Tapu working with tagging and uploading episodes. I've got Jess on the Podcasters Paradise show notes pages. So she's the one actually uploading show notes. We've got Mark and our team over at Podcast Websites creating this beautiful podcast website for us. And so for me, kind of on the back end of things, looking behind the curtain a little bit, all of these moving pieces and trying to fit that into a plan that worked where everybody was working together versus, you know, like Philip doing his thing and Tapu doing his thing. Um, what I have some really big lessons learned from that. I talk a bit about it over on the income report post. So if you're interested in checking that out, what it might look like to outsource a podcast. Um, that's essentially what we've done here because John Podcasters Paradise is hosted, you know, by us um, in terms of, you know, website and podcast hosting. Um, but we've essentially outsourced every piece of it. So if you want to check that out, head over to eofire.com slash income 25. Podcastersparadise.com. Fire Nation is where you can actually go subscribe to this podcast, listen to some of them, check out what we have going on there. Podcastersparadise.com. Would love to see you there checking out the show notes, the podcast in general, and just the awesomeness of podcast websites. And I'll even give a real quick update of podcastwebsites.com. Um, if you haven't heard of that before, and this is your first time, real quick, this is a joint partnership that EO Fire and Mark Asquith over at Excellence Accepted got into, you know, coming up on a year ago now. Like we're talking like over 10 months we started this conversation. Now it's a reality. Podcastwebsites.com is your all-in-one podcast solution. If you just want to start a podcast and have everything that you should have as well, the website, the backup, the security, the hosting, all of it in one for one low monthly price, podcastwebsites.com is your place. We have hundreds and hundreds of incredibly happy people who are on podcast websites who are utilizing it and we're rocking it. So let's move into Webinar Ninja Live. This is an event that both Kate and I spoke at. This is the conference that I alluded to during the intro. It was fun in a lot of ways. It took place right here in San Diego at the speaker lineup. 
mind-boggling to say the least. Kate, why don't you kind of uh, share a little detail from your perspective of WNL? Webinar Ninja Live was amazing. It was hosted by Omar Zenholm and Nicole Baldenu. They are the co-hosts and co-creators of not only the $100 MBA podcast, which was a best of iTunes 2014, but 2014 or 2015? 14. 14. Okay. Maybe they'll sweep it and they'll get 15 too. It's an amazing (laughs) podcast if you haven't checked it out. Um, They are also the co-creators of Webinar Ninja, which is a webinar software platform that's basically an all-in-one. So John, you and I have talked a ton about webinars. We have free webinar course. We have Webinar on Fire where we teach people how to create and present webinars that convert. What Nicole and Omar have brought to the webinar space kind of blows my mind. They did a whole day walkthrough of it for us where they kind of like helped us sign up for it. They showed us behind the scenes. They showed us what the dashboard looks like. They talked to us about all the capabilities that Webinar Ninja has right now, in addition to everything that they plan on bringing to the platform. And I I can definitely say there's nothing out there like Webinar Ninja right now. Uh, What was really cool about this live event, I feel, are the people that came together for it. I'm talking John Corcoran, Grant Baldwin, Matt Kimberly, Jason Zook, myself and you, John. That was a horrible way to say that. <laughs> you you and I, I don't even know how to say it. The two of us. <laughs> um, we had Clay Hebert. Oh, man, there was just an amazing speaker lineup. And I love that everybody brought such different things to the table. Every single talk was so unique and really gave a unique perspective on how webinars have changed different people's businesses. So, you know, for you and I, John, you know, you had talked about five things that you've learned in over a hundred webinars and, you know, the lessons that you brought to the table versus the lessons that somebody like John Corcoran, who does a lot of uh, what he calls Care Bear webinars, <laughs> uh, joint venture webinars, you know, they were very unique takeaways. And so I think that the audience really appreciated that. It was an incredibly intimate event. So we really got to spend a lot of one-on-one time with the attendees, which was really amazing. Yeah, from start to finish, I just think what Omar and Nicole are bringing to the table um, with the Webinar Ninja platform is really cool. And I, it was really great to be a part of helping them to bring it to the world, to show people what this is all about. I can't believe you forgot about me. What do you mean? My name is uh, Mario Brown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Mario. He's not in the picture. Okay, so Mario Brown was also rocking the house. He had an amazing presentation, as always. He's so good on stage. Um, but it, his son... Turn Oliver Maximus turned one year old on the day of Webinar Ninja Live. So Mario comes, speaks at the event, rocks the stage, and then goes to his son's one year old one year birthday. Um, so Mario, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I can't believe you didn't immediately get my amazing Mario Brown impression. It was horrible. <laughs> if you guys have heard Mario Brown, he does not sound like that at all. Moving on. Um, let, wow. I mean, we're already at 30 minutes. I mean, wow. We've been dropping some bombs. We still got some things to go through. So, Kate, why don't you just take, you know, just a couple minutes here. Let's not kind of get long in the tooth, so to speak, but let's go over a couple things within Infusionsoft that we've really been working on. That's John's nice way of being like, don't take forever. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, we have recently hired support 
We've invested in a support team for our Infusionsoft app. There are so many things that we've put on the back burner that we've been looking to implement in Infusionsoft for such a long time. And we finally got to the point where we were like, you know what? We need a support team who's going to be there for us. We need a support team who's going to be able to help us implement these big projects. And so in the month of September, we made that happen. And we're really excited about it. Greg Hickman over at Systemly, so system.ly is his website. He and his t- he has a team that he's put together um, who is helping people with their Infusionsoft app. If you need strategy advice, if you need somebody to help you implement a strategy you know you want to implement, but you have no idea how to do it, these are the types of things that Greg and his team are bringing to the table. What was really cool, actually, when I was writing this part of the income report, and I will keep this short so that we can get in all the awesomeness that we have to share with you from September, um, is I did some research on when we moved to Infusionsoft. Because a lot of people wonder, they're like, I'm just starting out. I'm kind of building an email list. Should I go with MailChimp, AWeber, Infusionsoft? What should I do? So, John, you and I started off uh, with AWeber. And we moved to Infusionsoft after I came on board. And a big part of that was that, you know, you, you simply didn't have the bandwidth yourself to be moving to a platform like Infusionsoft and actually invest the time to make it work for us. We moved to Infusionsoft on June 11, 2013. So that was just about two months after I joined the team. And I went back and found out that we transferred exactly 1,825 contacts into Infusionsoft. <laughs> wow. So just to kind of benchmark it, We were uh, nine months old, June, July, August, September. Yeah, we were about nine months old since launch, John. We had 1,825 total contacts from AWeber. And that's the point where we decided it was time to move to Infusionsoft. So um, I just thought those were some pretty cool stats to share. I also have a ton of lessons learned um, that, you know, things that we've learned since switching to Infusionsoft. I can definitely say zero doubt at all. I'm so glad we moved to Infusionsoft and I'm so glad we did it when we did because it's allowed us to really get to know and understand the platform in a way that if we would have transferred 30,000 contacts over, it probably would have just kind of been crazy. So um, again, a shout out to Greg Hickman and his team over at Systemly for helping us really take our app to the next level. Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty mama. Dumas family trip to Bermuda Fire Nation. Kate and I took some time off, went to Bermuda with the Dumas family. It was a cruise out of Boston. It was a ton of fun. If anybody's in the Northeast area, I mean, jump on a cruise ship in Boston, go to Bermuda, you'll have a blast. Three days cruising out to the island, three days hanging out on the island, three days cruising back. It's just a joy beginning and ends. And we have some killer pictures of myself, my father, and some other people jumping off what's like at least a 40 or 50 foot cliff. It's pretty high. And, you know, Kate and I on the beach having fun in the different towns. We had a blast in Bermuda. It was a good break, but I will say at the same time, you know, we did opt for the unlimited internet package. So I was able to draft my fantasy football team, uh, which by the way is three and one while I was on the cruise. And Kate and I were able to keep up. You know, we didn't really work, so to speak, as much, but we just kind of kept up managing emails, which weren't too overburdening because we had an away message, a vacation message. So people knew that we weren't probably going to get back to them. And and we didn't for the most part. But we were able to kind of keep up on things and make sure we had a pulse on the business. And overall, it was just a really cool trip. And it was kind of just in time, actually, to kind of co-celebrate 
are three years with Fire Nation. And specifically, September 22nd marked the three-year anniversary of EO Fire's launch. And it's hard to believe over a thousand episodes have gone by since that date, September 22nd, 2012, to where we're at now. And it's just been such a ride. We've had a ton of ups that you've experienced. We've had our definitely fair share of downs and and a lot of stuff in the middle. And again, we know that you know that if you've been following us because of the transparency and the income reports and just kind of what we share on a month-to-month basis. And episode 1000 was pretty cool. It was actually a couple months ago, but you know it really did a good job of wrapping up essentially what we learned over our three years. And I'll kind of go through the major five takeaways really quickly, just listing them off. Number five was if you want to be do. Simple enough, Fire Nation. Number four is the riches are in the niches. Number three is enjoy the journey. Number two is the dip. And the number one is relationships are everything. Now, I expand upon those in great detail with actually Kate as the host on episode 1000, plus uh, a ton of great messages from so many people who have been a part of this journey. So definitely go to eofire.com slash top 10. It has risen to the number one podcast in all of EO Fire history. So you can listen to it right there. It's a fun, fun podcast. We have a blast. And the post as well that we have at eofire.com slash top 10 expounds upon these five takeaways in the 1,000 episodes of EO Fire, you know, aka three years of inspiration. So again, we've learned a lot. Uh, we really break it down in that episode and that post as well. So I, I, I want to just leave you to that. You can find links to that just straight at eofire.com slash income 25, the number 25. Let's get into the actual September 2015 income breakdown. We're going to start with a product and service, which is where we generated $239,371 of our overall gross revenue. So definitely in the majority. And a lot of that came from Paradise, which crossed $100,000 again. Um, webinar on fires at over $11,000. Podcast sponsorship income was huge at $110,000. Um, even bigger uh, than Podcasters Paradise invoice total, which is insane. Our affiliate income was rock star this month as well. Uh, we did over $3,000 in Bluehost, create awesome online courses. We did almost $6,000. Um, just audiobooks, $1,500, a bunch of other things that we have listed out again at eofire.com slash income. 25. Our expenses per use are pretty high, but again, it takes money to make money and to run a business like we have. Um, over $74,000 in business expenses, as well as our recurring subscription-based expenses, which again, we list out in detail at eofire.com slash income 25. So our net profit for September 2015 was $195,000. Nothing to cry about, but you know, I will say we do notice that uh, it is one of our lowest months uh, in recent history. So we're definitely going to have to kind of go back to the drawing board and make sure that we're still doing the things that we need to be doing, focusing our time and energy in the areas that need to be focused on and not just kind of letting busyness take over. That's kind of one thing that I'm really being cognizant of is. Are we doing the stuff that's just piling on our plate because as EO Fire just gets more fans and gets more followers and, and grows bigger? 
are we just staying busy or are we really staying productive? And that's why these income reports for me are a really good pulse and really keep my finger on the pulse of the business. And you know, I'm not going to say what's important, but it's really a good indicator of the value that you provide by the income that you generate. So Kate, let's end today with a lesson learned. You always knock these out of the park. I'm actually looking at a killer, killer graphic that you designed. I don't know how you have the time to do all these things, but it's the EO Fire team timeline. Guys, you have to check this out at eofire.com slash income 25. Beautiful graphic. And the lesson learned is about growing a team because it takes time and there's a lot of hard work behind it. So Kate, take us home. Well, thank you for your kind words on the graphic. I really enjoyed creating that. Thank you, PicMonkey. Um, <laughs> so in September, we hired two new virtual team members, and that brought Team Fire to a total of seven people, including myself and John. So crazy to think that our team has grown to seven. And like John said, the lesson learned for me this month was not only in creating this graphic that really shows a progression of how we've grown our team, but also over the past month, onboarding two new virtual team members essentially at the same time. Um, wow. It, it's a lot of hard work. It really is a lot of hard work. And, you know, I don't want uh, anybody to think that, you know, suddenly we've grown our team to seven. Uh, this has certainly taken us three years. Um, you can see that in the timeline that I've put together over on the post. And I kind of highlighted to some of our major product launches and major things that we've done in our business to also kind of show you that hiring and growing our team has been very strategic. We didn't just say, oh, let's hire another team member. You know, we're very strategic when it comes to adding people to the team. Um, so as for the hard work part, just I've written several posts over on the blog and recorded episodes on Kate's Take that really go into detail about this whole hiring process. How do you know that you need a virtual team member? How do you know what you're going to delegate to your virtual team member? What's the actual process for interviewing them? How do you decide who you're going to hire? What happens when they actually join the team? You know, what does an onboarding process look like? What should it include? I have written tirelessly on this stuff and I absolutely love it. I've actually decided that this will be my next ebook. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, I am, I do, I'm so passionate about talking about hiring a team because our team has been everything for us. Our team has allowed us to grow our business. Our team has afforded us freedom. And I really want to share that with other people, especially with you, Fire Nation, because we love you so much. Um, I want you to be able to do this in your business, too. I want you to be able to grow a team so that you can free up more of your time, so that you can spend more time doing the things that you love to do, so that you can start working on your business instead of in it. So just real quick, to give you an idea of the onboarding process that I've gone through this past month with Goldie, who is one of our newest virtual team members. Also with Claire, who we were actually very lucky to have JM as a part of the team because JM has essentially taken over Claire's onboarding process. Thankfully, I wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise. Um, but for Goldie, her first day was September 7th, and she started full-time right out of the gates. So over the last three weeks, so from September 7th to the end of the month, I spent a collective eight hours in Google Spreadsheets, 11 and a half hours on Skype, four and a half hours using ScreenFlow, which is a screen recording tool that I use to record videos to train Goldie. 
and 16 and a half hours in Infusionsoft. All of those hours put together account for an entire week of my month. It's over 40 hours that I've dedicated specifically to tasks related to helping Goldie get on board. Now, I share that with you just to give you a general overview of what you might expect when you're bringing somebody on board your team. I'll reiterate, every single second of this is so worth it to have a new team member with us, but the onboarding process is an intense time. And it can mean the difference between having someone on your team who's super enthusiastic and who loves their work and feels comfortable and someone who is not going to perform the way that you had hoped. So if you're looking to grow your team, if you're looking to hire a virtual assistant, if you'd like to know more about what that looks like, the process, onboarding, how do you know what to delegate to your team members? I have some posts linked up over on the income report that will help you with all of this. And look out for that ebook coming soon. Fire Nation, as always, Kate and I look at the topics we're going to talk about and we say, man, this is going to be a short one. This is going to be a short income report this month. And as always, it never ends up that way because when we start talking about our business and about things that we're doing, you know, our excitement grows, our passion grows, and it just seeps through into these interviews and into these podcasts. So I really hope that you've been enjoying this. I really hope that you're getting a lot of value out of these. Definitely let us know if you are. You know, we're both easily accessible, john at eofire.com. I will answer these emails, kate at eofire.com. She will answer those emails. We love hearing from you. We love engaging one-on-one via these mediums. This is what we do. So thank you again for listening, for tuning in. Everything that we've been talking about is nicely linked up, is nicely detailed and expounded upon at eofire.com slash income 25. That's the number 25. We'd love to see you over there in the comment section. And you know, this is what we do. We love it. We love being transparent. We love being open and honest. And we just love sharing what it is in the trenches for us. And we have a blast doing it. So Fire Nation, I bid you adieu. Kate, take us home. Huge shout out to Team Fire. So grateful for you, JM, Jess Tapu, and our newest team members, Claire and Goldie. Welcome, welcome. And Fire Nation, thank you for helping us celebrate three years of inspiration. We couldn't have done it without you. Much love. Ignite. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Are you ready to share your voice with the world? Text podcast course to 33444. That's podcast course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll be rocking our free 15-day podcast course in no time flat. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite.